Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Marvin the Martian. And your host, Doug Abel, from Talking About My Generation podcast. And you, lucky Earthlings, are listening to Two Dudes in a Nest podcast. With your hosts, Michael and Justin, on the Retro Junkies Network. Oh, goody. Hey, Jess. What's up, man? Uh, you want to play a game this week? Yeah, I think a lot of the D-patters out there have been waiting for this game. Mm-hmm. Been, uh, uh... been requesting it for a long time, you know, just, they've been dying for it, so we can go ahead and give it to them, right? Uh, I hope you're not talking about Punch-Out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're not doing Punch-Out. Uh, we're doing the alleged sequel to Punch Out, right? Yeah, we're doing Power Punch Two, <laughs> which is awkward. No Power Punch One. There's yeah, there's no such thing. Just <laughs> Power Punch Two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, also, should have been the follow up to to uh, uh, Punch Out, but not, and not even close in gaming wise. Right. No, we'll get into that in the gameplay. This is really a super dead, but yeah. it's got I, some great history. So the history segment's yeah. going to be awesome. I hope. Yeah, you know, I uh, I've been preparing actually tonight um, for this mm-hmm. episode by hitting the hitting the heavy bag out in the the uh, basement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, any of the we're actually live this week for those of you that are listening yeah. that. Uh, are not watching live. If you're listening yeah. to this later, so we're doing if, this live. I don't know if anybody's actually watching. Uh, no, nobody's no. watching. All right, <laughs> no, not done. I think Wait. it was it. You, you mentioned hitting the heavy bag. I just wanted to go ahead, go on record to say that I've been running on the beach with Apollo. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you got. You know, I wonder how many people that go to Philadelphia run up the the steps. You know, I'm guessing every single person that goes to Philadelphia. I got a feel, yeah, I got a feeling if I did it though, I'm not saying that I would be original in this because I'm sure a lot of people have done this too, but I would have to do it in full sweat, sweatpants, gray sweatpants, sweatshirt. Probably pay some homeless yeah. people to run behind me. I would grow out my hair a little bit too, mm-hmm. kind of like mullet almost, like Rocky. Right. Mm hmm. Got to go all out. Did did Sylvester Stallone use steroids back then? Uh, I don't think so. He just does them now. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, you can't be 60 years old and look like that without using steroids, I don't think. Well, no, he admits it now. He's like, he's like, uh, we should legalize this. <laughs> well, whatever. Hey, I know there's... Like, he thinks that there should be HGH use more... Widespread. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I know I don't the, think that's the, a good the idea. cool, the cool, well, not so cool, but the interesting. The only interesting thing I know about Rocky, any of the Rocky movies, is I think it was Rocky Four, the one where he's super skinny. His diet mm-hmm. for that movie was like two eggs a day. Mm-hmm. That was it, pretty much. It was like he would eat Speaking... an egg for breakfast, and then he would drink an egg for lunch, and that was pretty much it. Speaking of freakish diets, uh, 
this has just come out like this past week or maybe two weeks ago. Have you seen the the uh, Rock released his diet for this Hercules movie? No, what is it, it? like six thousand calories a day or something? You know, surprisingly, it's not a lot of calories, but it's a lot of protein. It's pretty much just all protein. Just yeah. everything's protein. Mm-hmm. And have you seen him lately? He doesn't even look human anymore. Is he anymore. Big, bigger? He's big. If that, if if, <laughs> if 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 that's even thinkable, it is. He's bigger. So. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I would never have imagined he could get any bigger. But I, I, I bet he poop. Imagine. I bet he poops a lot. Yeah, and you know his farts have to smell awful. His protein <laughs> farts. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And uh Okay, how about uh, how, hey, I got an idea. I got an idea. Mm-hmm. How about we do some history? And now Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Alright, let's do some history. Alright. <laughs> right. The history of the the rock, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No. No, history of power punch. Power punch two. Power punch two. Everybody's dying to know the history of Power Punch 2. So, the history, so Power Punch 2 was created or developed by a game called Beam Software. It was published by a company called American Software. Uh, on the engine propriety, proprietary, I'm sorry, and released on June 12th of 1992. That's pretty much it on the history. I, I don't, really? Do you know anything else? Well, the game's... The game's based on this guy named Mark Tough Guy T- Tyler, who bears no resemblance to anyone, if you ask me. Mm. Yeah, that's true. He has a similar 33 and 0 record, pretty much similar to no one. Uh, not not right. that I would know of in that time, right? But of course, this is all a big joke. Mike Tyson was originally supposed to be the head honcho in this game. Just like it was supposed to be a follow-up to Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, which many of you guys are just itching for us to do. And we promise we're going to get to it. But uh, uh, he was supposed to be in this game called Mike Tyson's Intergalactic Power Punch. Hence the name where the name Power Punch comes from. I don't know why they went ahead and made it Power Punch 2 after power the Intergalactic Power Punch didn't come through. But the game pretty much stayed the same, but they had to take Mike Tyson out. Or they were kind of forced to by the kind of antics of Mike Tyson during this time. Uh, Mike Tyson, so this game, it's important to note that this game was released in June of 1992. And that is important because of why? Because Mike Tyson is a terrible person. Because he was about to go to prison in June of 1992. Uh, he uh, he was convicted of rape on February 10th of 1992. and I, Well, actually, he was already in prison. I'm sorry. I misspoke. He went to prison on March 26th of 1992. So that being said, the, the top brass at Nintendo kind of wring their hands a little bit uh, about Mike Tyson being the original protagonist in this game. And so they had to change it. And so the game pretty much stayed the same, but they had to remove Mike Tyson, of course. And Mike Tyson was replaced by none other than Mark Tough Guy Tyler. And so the game... So if those of you are not familiar with what Mike Tyson was accused of and convicted of was rape of a young lady in, uh, in Indianapolis... And uh, that's. I just want. Can I just say, uh, kids, if you don't know what that is, don't ask your parents. Yeah, you don't, don't start that conversation. Maybe we um, should. We probably shouldn't have even mentioned it on the show. But well, it, it is history to be historically. Accurate. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stuff that's there's a lot of stuff that's history that doesn't really need to be spoken. Just saying. like everything Benjamin Franklin ever did. But anyway. Um, um, so anyway, Mike Tyson, I just wanted to kind of go on this tangent about Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was always that kind of, he was definitely the heel. 
which is a new term that I've just learned and I wanted to use it. Heel. Have you heard this term? The hit, like yeah, it's a I, wrestling. I I know it from wrestling. Yeah, but see, I've watched a lot of wrestling, and I don't ever remember somebody being called a heel. I don't know. That's yeah. just me. Well, I do. I don't. There's the face and the heel. The face. But anyway, is the, guy, the heel's the bad guy. But anyway, so we had so Tyson was was definitely a heel back in his day, right? Um. He uh, was not a nice guy, and by any means, and we're not—we're not even talking this 1992 conviction. We're talking about before that. He was kind of the bad guy of the ring. Everybody watched boxing when he—he sold boxing matches because people wanted to see Mike Tyson get a little humbled. Of course, he did by Buster Douglas a few years prior to this game's release. But, uh, you know, Mike Tyson's always going to be that, that controversial figure. But at the same token, if we look at Mike Tyson today, I don't think there's been another public figure or sports figure or anybody of that nature that has made a bigger turnaround. Like somebody that was just really despised by, you know, humanity. You know, he was, he was you know, obviously... The legal troubles, he was not a nice person, you know, even in the in the trial that he was undergoing, he was like arrogant about it, uh, just, uh, you know, and uh, but now he's like the most likable guy you could imagine, you know? I think it's that new tattoo he's got. He actually says he regrets that. <laughs> I'm sure he does, it's all over his face. Mm-hmm, so... Uh, I don't know. It's just funny because Mike Tyson, usually people like that just, you know, they don't change personalities like that. Of course, he's gotten sober, which could play a factor into it, you know. What do you think about Mike Tyson? Uh, I think, uh, I don't know much about him outside of the video games. I'm not a big boxing fan. I know about mm -hmm. him in video games, and I know about him in uh, movies that he's been in recently. And I know he was a knockout-type boxer. He would just try to knock people out. He wasn't really like a... As far as I know, he wasn't really a technical guy. He just would hit you really hard and knock yeah. you down. Very brawler-esque street, yeah. street fighter. Recently, he said that if MMA had been popular when he was coming up, he would have gone to MMA, which is interesting. I think his style probably would have matched MMA a little. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, MMA is that perfect mixture. You've got like half the guys are just brawlers and half the guys are just are really technical karate, you know, fighters. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's an interesting yeah. mix. So he probably, I tell you, I, if, in my opinion, Mike Tyson, if he was in the MMA world today, I'm not sure anybody would want to fight him. Because his punch, only wearing a three-ounce glove, would probably just take your head off. Yeah, and then he'd bite your head off if he if he if that didn't work. <laughs> you know the theory behind that, right? Have you ever heard the theory behind no. the whole bite? No. So, I feel like this is relevant because Mike Tyson would pseudo in this game. But anyway, so. Tyson fought Holyfield. Hey, we're just going to get all of our Tyson talk out of the way. That way we can save Punch-Out yeah. for the game. You know what I mean? Because you don't want us to really talk about this game. No. It's not that We're just much. talking about Mike just... Tyson the whole time. Right. And then, so anyway, Tyson... That way during, during Punch-Out, yeah. Right. Tyson, the deal with Tyson was, he and, and Holyfield, the first time they fought, it was supposed to be... Tyson had had like two or three fights prior to... Um, Come in, you know, since he'd gotten out of prison before the Holyfield fight. And the Holyfield fight was supposed to be his, like, comeback. You know, this was supposed to be, you know, the king has, has returned. And um, he, Holyfield kind of wore him out in that first fight and actually knocked him out in, the, I think it's the ninth round. Uh, well, no, it's, it was the 11th round. I'm sorry. And so he knocked him out. And so Tyson was, uh, um, you know, obviously a little disgraced by it. So they wanted to do the rematch. So they worked on getting the rematch, and it took them a couple years to do it. 
And when they finally got the rematch set, Tyson, after the first couple of rounds, was getting beat again. You know, Holyfield was beating him up pretty bad. And so um, Tyson decided that instead of being embarrassed and lose the second time to Holyfield, I'm just going to do something to get myself disqualified. And that's what he uh, said. And then Tyson's former trainer, Teddy Atlas, was the person who actually brought this to light. He said that uh, um, he did this. He, he was It was the plan on along that if he went in the ring and started getting beat, he was, uh, he was just going to do something crazy to get himself disqualified so he wouldn't actually technically lose. And that was his idea of what he needed to do was bite his ear. He, he couldn't like I guess. Yeah. Hip hip right. hip below hip below the belt a few times until they disqualified him or something. Yeah. Yeah. So well, yeah. the history of the game. How about the history of the game? We got any more of that? I feel like uh Nintendo actually this is kind of Nintendo's fault, this game, because they wanted a sequel to Mike mm-hmm. Tyson's right. punch out. And but they didn't want to do it themselves for some reason. They said, you know, we're right. just going to they, they, give it they to sent the, it out. Th- these other people. Right. And so they know, sent it out that was to, a, to another party, Beam, which, mm, for better or worse, you know, not the best. Let's just be honest. Did they do anything you else know? while we're on the subject of Beam? Uh, they did some PC games. Let's see. Aaron Hickman's going to roll over. And this part because I don't remember. I'm gonna have to look it up real quick. Uh, they did Aussie <laughs> Rules Footy and International Cricket. It was targeted mm, at the yeah. at an Australian audience. And, All right. Uh, so and that this these are the people that Nintendo decided needed to take on. Yeah. The p- sequel to Punch Out. So the people in the Nintendo boardroom were basically like, okay. We need somebody. We had this great game, one of the best sports games that we've ever had, and we need to we need to make a sequel. But we really don't want to do it because we're eh, we're kind of lazy. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna hire it out. Who can we get? Who were those guys that made the the cricket game? Yeah, the cricket game. <laughs> yeah, that cricket game was <laughs> awesome. Let's let's get those guys. So yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, probably not the wisest move. Mm-hmm. I think that um I don't know. Here's what I think. I think in hindsight because when the, when they found out Mike Tyson went to jail, they had the opportunity to just can it. That's what they, they should. And if they wanted to make Punch Out, if they wanted to make a sequel to Punch Out, make it make turn somehow turn that Mr. Dream version into a Punch out two. It would have been the exact same game, but with a different boss. Mm-hmm. And then there you go. Yeah. You got punch out two. Or, Anyways, you, I I would argue you could almost have made an exact copy to that game, just with different characters. Not not even have to change the game that much at all. Just with different characters, and people would have bought it. Even it. if you wanted to use the, even if you wanted to use these intergalactic aliens. Mm-hmm. But just made them, ex- made the game exactly like Punch Out. Right. But no, they they hired Cr- out guys that know cricket. They don't know boxing. They know cricket. And uh, I I kind of see it now. The the game kind of feels like cricket a little bit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If it was a cricket game, it would be a lot. I would understand it more. Actually, I'm drawing a little bit of a parallel. I'll get to it when we talk about the game. But uh, I am drawing a little bit of parallel between cricket. And Power Punch too. Okay. Well, I'll tell you just to just to kind of finish up. If they were so disgruntled as well about the, you know, part of me wants to think, what if like the game was created for Mike Tyson, Beam brought it to Nintendo, even Nintendo may have even noticed that it was bad, but they weren't even going to put Mike Tyson's name on it at this point. Why not just go ahead and release it? You know, instead of cutting your losses and just, you know, losing the money in development, just release it, see if you can get anybody to buy it. I don't know. Maybe that was part of it. You mean you mean as Mike Tyson, or are you saying that's what they did? 
I'm saying that's what they did. I'm saying they just. Oh yeah, okay. Since Mike Tyson's name they already wasn't going to be on it, it wasn't that big of a deal just yeah. to drop it. Yeah, and, and they already in, paid the money to have it made. Right, and you know you've got you wouldn't want to bring in another name like a Vander Holyfield or something because uh, uh, you wouldn't want to tie anybody's name to this game except for Mark Tough Guy Tyler. So, you know, there's there's probably a Mark Tough Guy Tyler out there somewhere that's really upset by the fact mm-hmm. that this game came out with a Mark Tyler. I he may have even anybody, been a boxer. I wonder if there was anybody out there named Mark Tyler that after this game was created started being called Tough Guy. Maybe. And he I was just like the skinny accountant or something. He wasn't even a fighter. But they started calling him Tough Guy because he was gay. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, it's, I'm stretching now. I, I, I went on a quest. Michael's quest to find the cart! Ooh, zug zug! Ooh. So tell me about your quest. Well, my quest began in town, as usual. I did not have this game as a kid, by the way. So this is not one I grew up with. Uh-huh. Thank God. But uh, <laughs> I, I uh, started local. Couldn't find it anywhere. So I moved mm-hmm. on to the the internets where I found it in lots of places. So I went ahead and just ordered it. It was one penny. extremely cheap. I'm going to say one penny. Probably It may have been one penny. I don't remember because it's been a while since I, since I picked just, it up. But, it's just money. You just um, got so much money. You don't even notice it coming out of your bank account. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just don't remember when it was I bought. I, I picked up this game. I do remember, though, that when I got it, the guy accidentally sent me punch out. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so did you just I, keep it? Already, I ended up with... Yeah, I did. I have three copies of punch out now. I've got two with Mike Tyson, one with Mr. Dream. But, uh... So he accidentally sent me punch out. And then he said, you know, just keep punch out. You'd probably rather play that one anyways. And he sent me he sent me power punch too. What if he was trying... So he's nice. What guy. if he did that on purpose? He was like, this guy ordered... Power Punch 2. Really? No. No. I'm going to do this guy. Favor. I need to send him Punch Out. <laughs> Obviously, Maybe. he's never played Punch Out if he's ordering this game. So Little did he know that I co-host a podcast and we have to play Power Punch 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're playing them all. Mm. Remember, everyone. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll see. It's a, we'll that's quite a, quite the task, but we're going. We're up to it. I think we may not. We just um, won't play Punch Out ever. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> people were rioting in the streets right now. Um, well, I made three people. Um, yeah, the two the the two people watching us live. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I did play this game. Did you play this game? The game discussion. I did, and I don't know, it It just wasn't, the controls aren't very good, I don't think. It seems like it's a much more, it's not as fluid as Punch Out, you know? I'm going to say this now, and I'll probably say it two or three more times, and definitely at the end, they just, they completely missed the mark. I mean, they just, <laughs> they just have no idea, <laughs> they have no idea what made Punch Out good. Great. I mean, it's just... And here's my parallel that I was going to draw. You know, when you play baseball games on the NES, right? Mm-hmm. And you're, you're, you're going up to bat, okay? Mm-hmm. And you can move your batter around, and he's like a... He doesn't really move. He just kind of slides back and forth in back the strike forward. zone. Right, yeah. Yeah, he just kind of slides. That's what I feel like... That's what the mechanic of this game kind of felt like. He just kind of slid back and forth, getting ready to box. Yeah. And then when you punch, it's just there's you don't know if you're hitting him. There's no, like there's no feedback as to, yeah. Like, hey, I'm really landing these punches. It's, it's weird. Just, it it felt like a, it felt like I was playing, in like a giant tub of butter or something. I don't really know how it, it seems to slow. It seemed choppy. 
like you said, you don't know if you're hitting anything, what you're doing. It just doesn't feel like you you know what you're doing ever. You know? Right. I don't know. And see, the Punch-Out, the original Punch-Out, was, it was kind of, it was more of a rhythm game than a sports game. It was kind yeah. of, you got into a rhythm, you, you counter-punched, and you punched. This game, uh, they don't telegraph their punches, so you really can't counter-punch. Um, mm-hmm. When you punch them, there's no, like, rhythmic, I don't know, it's just, it's nothing like Punch-Out. I, if you like Punch-Out, don't, don't even dare touch this game. No, but no, I, there's the, no reason. The, the, <laughs> the uh, the thing that, that that really started it off for me though was you start the game and it's like you're on an intergalactic spaceship or like an intergalactic training spaceship mm-hmm. and the first and they say do you want to train you can train I was like oh this is cool you actually get to control the training segment of this game well, I was thinking oh, that this is something new because you know in Punch Out you didn't really get to train or anything. You get to increase your stats. But then the first thing that happens is the guy throws up those uh, gloves to punch into, and I couldn't hit a single one. Even though I was hitting it, <laughs> it, 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 it didn't. <laughs> I mean, it showed Mark Tyson or whatever his name is punching it. Mark but Tyler, he, <laughs> thank you very nothing much. Nothing happened. I'm sorry, sorry. I said Mark Tyson on purpose. But... Yeah. Yeah, so. I wonder what this game would have been like, hypothetically speaking, if, let's say, Mike Tyson didn't get in his legal trouble, and he was released as intergalactic, Mike Tyson's intergalactic power punch. Would there have been, the game still is the same, let's say, but do you think that it would have been any more popular just because of the Mike Tyson name? Uh, probably. I think it would have been more popular. I also think that I have a feeling that uh, Nintendo would have taken more care into it. Yeah. I feel like if Beam if Beam would have presented them this game and it still had the Mike Tyson name and it and it didn't have the you know Mike Tyson didn't get in trouble and it didn't have this aura of ooh we can't use Mike Tyson. I feel like mm-hmm. they would have taken it and been like uh we need to fix this or figure it out or something. But since there was this, all this legal trouble with Tyson, and then they get the game done, and it's, it stinks, and they have to take Mike Tyson out of it, I feel like Nintendo was just kind of like, ugh. They just kind of threw their hands up and said, just forget it. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, release it as my... it is. It, who cares? Yeah, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. I think at that point, they were just like, we're not going to get anything out of this game, so let's just... Uh... Cut our losses, release it. If some hapless sap out there buys this game, uh, then so be it. <laughs> so, just another game, another bad game for somebody out there to buy. So, yeah, it's hard to think. It's hard to think that this passed that Nintendo seal of approval test, though. As is, I mean, it's you that think, bad. It's that bad. You think they got more lenient over time? Maybe it could be because this did come out what ninety two you said yeah so I'm maybe thinking... nearing the end of the lifespan of the NES they decided to just release more more games. We also have to talk about uh, you also have to think like if you look at what we were talking about with David Crane name drop in the earlier episode where he was talking we're gonna about... keep we're gonna keep dropping that name until kingdom oh, yeah. come yeah. Hey, by right the way, if anybody doesn't know, if anybody doesn't know, we had David Crane on an episode mm-hmm. like a month, two, three months ago. But <laughs> yeah, go listen to it if you haven't. But anyway, when he was talking about where you know you were asking him about you know the video game crash and burn from Atari, and Nintendo came back, and once Nintendo got got a little success, they were very guarded about. You know, releasing games that, and they didn't want to uh, release too many games that were just bad because they were didn't want to follow the same fate, right? And maybe by now, 1992, they're so successful now they could be more lenient because it wouldn't matter. There's so many games coming out now for the NES 
by this time, Super Nintendo is, you know, coming out. They, they, the success is not going to ride and die on one game. Yeah, I can see that. You know, so maybe their this mentality is just, changes at that point. This is us just thinking, thinking this. This is not actually historical tidbits and trivia. This is just... Oh no, the history is done. That segment is over. <laughs> right, right, right. We're talking about gameplay. Right. Some. A little bit. If no. you want to talk about the gameplay. Uh, let's, uh, let me just talk about the graphics for a minute. Um, character designs suck. <laughs> the colors are... Oh, come on. The colors are, are very bland. I thought that was... Well, um, okay, you're talking about the actual sprite. As far as the character. Okay, you th- you think you think Borg, you think that's a cool a cool guy to fight Borg Man or whatever he was, whoever he was. Maybe, but Lex Lump Blocker. I mean, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Don't like, no, don't like it. I think it's all it's terrible. Derek Nodden. I'm still waiting for a winner. Alpha Bonehead. Mm-mm. Don't like it. Don't like yeah. It. Uh, Superboard? Superboard? Nope. No. Just no, that they're pretty bad. Flymo? What about Flymo? I do no, don't like Flymo. No. What I like is how he says the same thing after every fight. I knew I could win. I came here to fight. Who's next? Yeah, he even hey, I gotta, he I, even says that after he beats King or or uh, Fly Mo, which is the last guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, hey, buddy, that, that okay, you, you're, it's enough. <laughs> yeah, we 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 get it, we get mm-hmm. it. It's, I got a manual. Oh, let's hear it. And I've got a treat for the people actually watching live. I think. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. Huh? Black screen. Oh, you're going to show us the manual. I'm showing the manual as I read it. I like the advisor. Okay. Read before using your nest. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here we go. In this corner, in the near future, Tyler lands left. Another. Now he follows it up with a hard right to the body. The challenger is hurt. The last body blow left him with legs of rubber. Tyler is now all <laughs> over him. The referee is watch- watching closely, ready to step in if he has to. Tyler connects with a straight right to the chin, then a left that his opponent never saw. He goes down in a heap on the canvas. Eight, nine, ten, you're out. Did he start at eight? Well, oh, they're, maybe they're just. Is it? <laughs> do they say you're out? I don't think they say you're out. That's isn't that more like a? They say knock well, out again. Right? Cricket. Do they say? Huh? I just they say fight's they say over. They just wave their arm out. I don't oh. think they say you're out. Maybe do they say you're out in cricket? Maybe. Maybe that's just a carryover from cricket. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, okay. So yeah, he started apparently, the day. apparently Tyler is it? Yeah, so he, he's he's held the unified championship belt for eight years, from 1998 to 2006. Uh, meanwhile, watching the fight only a few light years away is Gordo Gloop, chairman of the Intergalactic Boxing Federation, the IGBF. Mm-hmm. Gloop. Formerly the Titanium Jaw is furious about the 127,000 Skellogs, $31, <laughs> he, he spent for the pay-per-view satellite. I like that, I like that they translated that to us. That, not to make it sound like it's a lot of money. We're just going to show you it's just 30 bucks. Yeah, that, so, he's yeah. mad about it, though. <laughs> 31 bucks for that pay-per-view. Right. Uh, let's see. Sure, no man on Earth can beat Mr. Tyler. The boxers on Earth are nothing more than circus sideshow entertainers. 
but how would their challenger measure up against the best of the IGBF? Only one way to find out. Invite Mark Tough Guy Tyler to trade Vegas for Venus, Atlantic City for NR Gulan 5. Give him the opportunity to fight some contenders who are truly out of this world. I'm going to stop there, but it, it goes on. Yeah. And uh, right. it's, see, you can do the work. It shows you the workout and the pre-fight training shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that was... Maybe I should have read this before I tried to do the workout. You can skip the workout, of course. Uh, oh, well, this is this is one, one thing. I, I, this is one thing I always liked about this: uh, the headlines when you lose. It's like, well, I guess the, I don't know if it happens. I don't know if the headlines happen when you win, but the, when you lose, it's like uh, this kid's showing up the newspaper headlines and says, "Read all about it, tough guy." You know, tough guys taken out by an alien from another planet. <laughs> well, you know, he's undefeated. Like the guys out there. The news reaches Earth, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> rather quickly. Oh, here's the, here's some of the opponents. I like these drawings of the opponents. Nine seven six three board. Um, it's like a prototype. Mm-hmm. How far did you make it in this game, by the way? Derek Nodden. I didn't go very far. Wow, you made it further than me. I couldn't beat the Borg. I tried again and again and again. I just could not. I could not beat nine seven six three Borg. <laughs> we have an effective game. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, these the characters are cool. I like a uh, Pugly Post Postronic Post Positronic Pug Pugly Positronic. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I take it back. I, I take it back. I like a few of the characters. Lex Lumbucker. I only like Lex Lumbucker so that's the because I like to say his name. Slumbucker. I thought that that sounds like a super move one of the guys has in the game. Yeah. I'm going to hit you with a Slumbucker. Uh-huh. Reminds me of Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. The wrestler. So, um, Lex Luthor. What? Lex Luthor. No. Wasn't it Lex Luthor? Right. It's Lex Luthor. You're right. Yeah. Just give him a Superman. I'm a WWF. Mm. Mixed up, man. I can't help it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Right. <sighs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Uh, yeah. So don't, don't play this game. Don't play it. No. In fact, no, we don't. The dudes um, do not give their seal of approval for this game. In fact, I encourage you to not watch anything about this game. Uh, after you <laughs> listen to this podcast, just pretend like this game never existed. Mm-hmm. On game FAQs, uh, fifty-two users owned it, or you know, they're they're they rated it, rated it a two point seven five out of five. That's from 10 votes. I didn't feel like that's very good. Like, I, I, I didn't feel like the game was I'm sure there's a couple five. outliers. Huh? I feel like there's a couple outliers in there somewhere. Yeah, probably. The difficulty, they rated it as unforgiving. So. thought that would be interesting. Unforgiving. Can't play it. Hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, do you, you come up with any trophies for this game? That's what I was about to ask you. How dare you. Retrofitted trophies. <laughs> now somebody, somebody uh, yeah, did, did grade it as the poor man's punch out. Okay. Did it, was it cheaper? <laughs> Maybe it was cheaper. Okay, here we go. I've got uh, at least one achievement. My first achievement is Tyson Who, and that is beat the game. <laughs> it's a really simple oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't. You got another one? This game was so bad. I could. You need some time to go with it. 
Um, I don't know. I usually, if if you give me time, I'll get just come up with something like beat the snake or something. It's just bad. Okay, but well, let me think of another one real quick then. And uh, let's see. How about um, how about I'm like butter, baby, because I'm on a roll. And that is uh, slide back and forth across oh, the screen. <laughs> That's pretty oh, bad. Isn't yeah. <laughs> so, essentially just play the game yeah, what you're yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right uh, uh, how about uh, I... pa- 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 power pa- 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 power punch I have one called pa- 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 power punch and that is okay. use your uppercut how about this I'm just making them up okay this is how you actually win the game. You take it outside and you burn it. Mm. What do you call that achievement? Actually win the game. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got I got an idea. Um, you could take the game out and put it, like, tape it to your, your heavy bag in your house, if you have mm-hmm. a heavy bag. You mm-hmm. just tape it to it and you just beat the snot out of it. That that to get out of that achievement, uh, it's it's called beat the snot out of it. Nice. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so uh, how about a rating? The game rating. Oh boy, we've already done dog. Do like monkey monkey turd. Yeah. <laughs> some other form of turd <laughs> no um, what did we do dog turd for this game's got to be worse than whatever that was deadly towers uh, well, I don't know it's, it's close about uh, we could do how about uh, favorite uh, vomit Vomit story. <laughs> well, I think mine and yours is going to be the same. Okay. So well, then that's what we give it. We give it Justin and Michael's vomit story. To be told well, you, on a later show. You're not going to tell it? Not today. I think you should tell it. Give the listeners I'll let you tell it. You go ahead. Tell it. I may not remember it. You better tell it. Well, we we took our friend. Should I have his name? Yeah, it's good. It's okay. We've already talked about him pulling a, which is not this, by the way. No, no this is not pulling a. <laughs> <laughs> our friend had turned twenty-one. We took him out for a good time, as most a night of debauchery, do. right? And I guess he'd had a little bit too much to drink, and there was about seven or eight of us sitting around the table here at this local bar at at the University of Tennessee, which I don't even think is open anymore. And all of a sudden... (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) Yeah. The health department came. Um, (laughs) Just throws up. And I'm not... We're not talking about just a little bit of, like, upchuck (laughs) that just kind of comes up and, you know, it's controlled. This is uncontrolled vomit everywhere <laughs> on the table on Michael mostly. Um, yeah, and this is projectile style. And it was just like, and it was not even. You know how most people when they throw up, it's like there's some heaves and some like, oh, you know, back up, guys, back up, back up. No, <laughs> it was just like, there it is, on the ground, on every, on the table, on everything. And everybody just looks oh, at him. Man. Had to be the single most the most embarrassing thing in his life. I I don't I don't I could not imagine the embarrassment of that. But And then the uh one of the bartenders or somebody comes and says, You're gonna have to leave. <laughs> As if that even needed to be said. That was, <laughs> I mean, that was just the cap to the evening. <laughs> it's like it's like uh 
and then like like <laughs> what am i supposed to do after that <laughs> we were like uh you gotta leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah he turned to me and he turned to me and asked me what am i supposed to do so i i left too because i was covered in i was covered in vomit so. <laughs> yeah oh, oh man okay so <laughs> that's what we give this game that story is basically the rating for this game <laughs> just and if we haven't if we haven't ruined our family friendly podcast name right there mm -hmm. then i don't think we'll ever ruin it. <laughs> but yeah that was that the irony of the fact that the guy comes up and says you're going to have to leave <laughs> As if just be like, oh, well, let's just vomit. We'll just move on. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Anyway. Speaking of moving on, how about some listener feedback? All the way from outer space, listener feedback. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to listener feedback for this game. There's so. not much, really. Um, Jay Jorgens? Aaron Hickman gave us gave us some really good ones. Yeah, and Jay Jorgens did too. Go ahead and go with Jay's. Jay Jorgens said, is this really a game? That's his first little feedback. Uh, yet, this is really a yes, game? Yes, Jay, unfortunate, unfortunately it is. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately it is. Right. Go ahead with Aaron Hickman. Aaron's is a little long, but I'll go ahead and read Mostly the whole thing. I'll paraphrase a little bit. He said, This game is a terrible move on Nintendo's part. They honestly should have made a Mike Tyson's Punch-Out sequel themselves on the NES because outsourcing to Beam Software did them no favors. Thankfully, Nintendo redeemed themselves with Super Punch-Out on the SNES. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Uh, that game is one of my favorites of all time. Anyways, I played Power Punch 2 at a friend's house when I was 8 before I knew how it related to Punch-Out. I remember being so confused. Where is Power Punch 1? As it stands, this game only serves to highlight how much better Punch-Out is. I think it's a cool concept, boxing aliens in an intergalactic match, but the execution just isn't there. For mm -hmm. another game with a sim similar, simu similar, similar <laughs> concept, I can't say that word, with a Not similar so. concept, but better gameplay, try Teleboxer on Virtual Boy. That's right. I'm telling you, a virtual virtual boy game is better. Deal it with it, dudes. So, I'm not sure we could argue with that. No, I've never played Teleboxer, but I, I'm pretty sure that's that's got to be better than this game. Mm -hmm. I think punching that's a brick wall. Could probably the be. Just, just. Yeah, yeah I'm, that's pretty much the gist of this feedback we've got. I think. Did you see any more? No, that's really pretty much it. Let so. me check. Uh, let's check the wall here, and and let me check the Google Voice and see if anybody called us. I'm not sure if anybody's called us or not. Jesse Benson just said enjoying know. the live feed, so that's one of our viewers. If he's still on, all right, we got somebody, somebody watching. That's cool. He probably left after the vomit talk. Yeah, after we couldn't control our laughter thinking about this story about Carl vomiting. Yeah, okay. I'm sure Carl uh, yeah, doesn't no, listen uh, to the podcast, so no worries there. But no calls. Uh, yeah, our friends don't listen to the podcast, so yeah. And if he does, Carl, I'm terribly sorry. Nobody knows you anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Kind of uh, a short up. We got a. Although actually, I don't think it was. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it was. Okay. Now, do you want to introduce um, your your what you've got going on here on the Zazzle store? Uh, yeah, I can I can mention Zazzle. What I've done is most of you may know what Zazzle is by now, but Zazzle is like a it's a store where you can put up t-shirts and stuff and you don't actually have to make them ahead of time they just make them as people buy them mm -hmm. and we get a cut of of the sale like a little bit of commission from it and uh we'll just the plan is if anybody buys shirts which i don't know if you will or not i got a there's one really sweet shirt up on there that says tom arnold would be impressed i listened to two dudes in an s 
Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty catchy phrase. A nice shirt. And the other one's a cool little shirt. It's got a generic controller on it. Mm-hmm. A very generic controller, and it says two dudes in right. this. It has no um, no labeling of any kind. Right. There's no labeling. It's just it's just a generic controller. It says two dudes in this. So both cool shirts. You can I think you can choose colors and stuff, and you can buy shirts. Any money that comes from that, the proceeds will go to our bandwidth cost and promoting the show. We're not gonna use it to And a weekend in buy Vegas games or anything. Yeah, we're not gonna take it to Atlantic City and just gamble it away. But we might take um, it to Armageddon Five. Whatever yeah, <laughs> I do like what uh, Dan- Daniel Walk. I posted about it on Facebook, and Daniel Walker has a comment on there. I kind of like. He says, "Hey, I'm sure it costs serious dough for Michael to have this, have his carts since 1988." Storage man. Because every show I say I've had it since I had it since I was a kid. You know? mm-hmm. So, anyways, all right. So we do have a little bit of an announcement to make that may bum a few dudes out. But uh, trust us that it's trust us that it's in everyone's best interest. Just and I are going to take a little bitty break, so two, three, maybe four weeks tops, just to kind of you know recoup the juices, keep the creative juices flowing. Not we don't want to burn ourselves out. Doing a weekly podcast is pretty hard. So and we'll probably do this every twenty five, twenty six episodes. You know, every six months we'll take us a little break. Because dudes need breaks, you know? So, but we promise that when we come back, we're going to come back with a bang. There's going to be, there's big stuff planned for when we come back. Some really top-notch games. Yes. And some top-notch games. So, we will come back, we will come back with a punch, if you will. So, take that how you want to. You want to shout us out, Justin? Sure. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on uh, pretty much every social media outlet. Also, you can always look at us, uh, get our all of our older podcasts, little tidbits about the show, follow our social media on either the Two Dudes in a Mess app, which can be downloaded on the Google Play Store, or through our website, in, uh, nesdudes.com. Yeah. And we're we're at like ninety people using the app, so I'm I'm impressed. Yeah. Tom Arnold. Tom Arnold would be impressed. Absolutely. Yeah. When we get to a hundred, we may give a game out or something. I don't know. Woohoo. Give away a Steam game. I I don't know. Anyways, yeah. alright, here comes the noises for weeks from now's game. All right? Thank you everybody. See you in a little bit. <laughs>